Blessings and salutations, mystics. You're listening to What's the Brew with Lily Moon. This podcast is dedicated to sharing brew that uplifts the collective spiritual wellness and growth, discussing all things spirituality and pure magic. This podcast is sponsored by Mystic Moon Medicine. Mystic Moon Medicine is my portal of love to the world, where I offer and share sacred ancestral tools for healing my tides, healing with intuition, herbal medicine, intentional movement, ritual, and spirit guidance. I return to the space as a diviner, a healer, a medium, and gray bruja that wears many, many, many hats. <laughs> now, this potion brewing is full of treats to celebrate the harvest blue moon. So, if you are watch, if you are listening to this at the time that it is coming out, happy, happy, happy blue harvest moon to you. Full moon blessings and joyous Samhain as well. It is Halloween, so happy Halloween as well. I wanted to share this with you guys um, for a long, long time, and so I am so, so excited to get into it. Now, before I stir and pour out this brew, housekeeping and tings first, my pretties, my intention with this podcast is to reach as many beings as possible. Now, as a listener, you can help support this intention by liking episodes, following the podcast, and sharing the podcast on social media with other mystics. You can also support by becoming a patron and joining the Mystic Moon Tribe on Patreon. So this is an abundance exchange, which allows you to actually receive exclusive offerings, including weekly readings, um, monthly love and career readings I'll do, and even courses, discounts, and much more. You can find the link to this offering in the show notes. All right, let's begin. So, Mystics, it is a special episode because I will not be talking about uh, current transits. As I said in the previous episode, um, I wanted to kind of highlight some current transits that were happening you know, actually this week um, of Halloween, Um, but I actually did that because I knew I was going to be coming out with this episode as a special treat. So I will be going in and sharing my insight and visions and predictions that I have seen and obtained from Spirit for 2021. So On the full moon in Pisces, and I believe personally that Pisces is one of the most, if not the most intuitive sign, because it is ruled by both Jupiter and Neptune, and Neptune is very much so about the unknown and the depths and the the things that we can't really understand quite well, but we know that it's very potent and strong in energy and in spirit. And so during the full moon in Pisces we had back in September this year, I completed some spell work, which included, yes, making the fresh batch of full moon divination oil, but also to do some divination work of my own and speak to spirit to see what is in store for 2021. And so the best way that I do this is, of course, using the best compass I know to divine beings, being the cosmos and the planets. So I have pulled all of the charts for every single quarter moon, every single new moon, and every single full moon for 2021. I was so excited, honestly. 
Um, the day of that full moon, I actually felt like one of those evil scientists in like a cartoon where there's like a strike of lightning and they have this evil laugh because they feel like they've just accomplished something great. That's literally how I felt when I finally got these, you know, charts on my hands. I was so, so, so excited. So nonetheless, I am going to get right into it for you guys. I will be sharing first um, the stars and the visions from the new moons and the full moons. I'm not going to go into too deeply into the quarter moons. I am going to start with a quarter moon because 2021 actually does start with a quarter moon, but then I'm just going to go into the new moons and the full moons because I will be going into the quarter moons for horoscopes and readings in the future. So I don't think there are any other, you know, uh, big time brujas out there talking about 2021 yet. So I'm really excited to get this going. I released my visions for 2020 at during winter solstice when I had got, I'd done them. I had finished them on winter solstice and then I released them just the day before 2020 had started. And I feel like that's too soon for the month, for this, for the year. So I am going to be starting a little bit earlier and sharing them with you guys since I have them, they are completed. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys first the cosmos and what I'm seeing throughout the moon cycles. And then I'm going to go into the tarot cards that I pulled as well for the year of 2021. I do have my own brew here because I will be talking a lot. So bear with me and I hope you guys enjoy. So starting with January of 2021, we have a third quarter moon in Libra, and that is happening on January 6th at 4.37 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, during this time, the moon will be square to Pluto. Um, it'll be in the 10th house, um, and Pluto's in the second house, and we have Mercury square as well to Mars, while there is also a conjunct to Saturn and Jupiter going on. And Pluto is conjunct to the Sun, Mercury, Jupiter, and Saturn. So Pluto is doing a lot of work as we start with this, you know, year, which is really interesting to point out. Um, so what am I seeing with this? Well, because we have these aspects going on, and because we also have the Moon trine to the North Node um, in the seventh house, which has to do with our you know, our relationships and our kinships, I am seeing a lot of things to do with a big course or a big case in courts um, that is taking place. There's some sort of trial um, that is either just starting or it is intensifying at this time. So remember, you know, January 9th of 2021, looking at headlines to see what we see there. And, you know, it's getting really intense and there is a lot of resistance on both sides of this court case. Whatever it is, it's making headlines and there's a lot of resistance on both sides, which, is, which isn't really surprising, I suppose, but it's going to be really, really, really intense and there's going to be a lot of heat and focus on this. It could just be the next distraction for the Matrix. So I don't really know what's going on with, there, with that just too much. Um, but what else is going on? I'm seeing that there are people feeling, you know, threatened um, and there is this like urgency and need to protect what is theirs by any means necessary. And this is the energy of Pluto that I am seeing coming in forth really, really strong with those, uh, you know, intense squares and everything else going on. Now, 
I am also saying there is some focus on the royal family, perhaps, or there's some sort of family. I feel like it's the royal family. Um, and I know that sounds weird because we still have COVID going on, but there are some spaces where things by then are going to be a little bit more normal. And so I see that there's this huge potential tour um, for the royal family that is going on as well to distract the people. So there's going to be something really intense going on in 2021 for January for this first quarter. And there is this platform of course it's the media with this you know family i'm seeing the royal family and it doesn't necessarily mean you know the quote-unquote famous ones that makes the headlines that everyone knows right now it could be people who are uh royalty but are not carrying such heavy titles as well um, but there is going to be this heavy distraction going on and it's going to be really 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 interesting now also, we have this really big lottery win is going to be made, and it's going to be making a record of some sort. So there's going to be, in general, actually, during this shift, a lot of um, people gambling with money. And that's because Pluto is, you know, yes, it is about death and rebirth and, you know, destruction and, and, and birthing new things, but it is also about fortune as well and I see that Pluto is going to be doing a lot of his work and having people take chances and gamble a lot so there's going to be some sort of huge record made for a lottery win so whoever wins the lottery in January of the first week of January congrats to you uh, it's going to be a big 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 one now the irony in this the economy at the time from what I am seeing is not doing so great um, everything is kind of on pause because of course Christmas happened and you know COVID is happening and there are things that are shifting and there's a lot of like force on like yeah you know buy and and do what matters which is buying things and and upkeeping capitalism and all this other ridiculous stuff that's going on and so because people have been I guess resisting in January or are starting to in the end of December because they realize I actually don't know what's going to happen next year. I don't know how much more I can take of this. I need to prepare for a rainy day. And so the economy is kind of going to trash right now and it's not doing so great. But I sense that it's because there could be perhaps um, a lockdown at this time and that's due to another outbreak and that is why the economy isn't doing so great. So if you're listening to this right now, Secure your bag, protect your coins, light your manifestation money candles, light your abundance blessings candles, okay? Because that first week, you want to make sure you're not overspending. You want to make sure that for January, going into the new year in general, even just every month, you want to make sure that you are, you know, feeling comfortable and confident with your, you know, abundance in the 3D so that you're not stressing over it and then creating this lack energy. Now, on top of this, I am also seeing that there are a lot of really fast moving relationships um, going on as well. And any investments that are made right now could be, you know, approved and quickly as well, but don't rush into anything. So there could be a lot of, again, relationships moving really, really fast. And I am saying that because we have Mars conjunct to uh, Saturn and Jupiter sitting where it is and with that I'm also seeing a lot of meetings and people feeling like they've met their you know 
soulmates. And that's because, again, of Pluto. <laughs> Pluto is that karmic energy. Pluto is past life energy. So there is a very high chance that that is the case. Now, for those of you who are listening to this, you probably are one of those reincarnated beings right now. And the truth is, we tend to go into things really, 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 really quickly when we meet one who kind of feels like ourselves because we don't sense it often. And it can get us in trouble in terms of repeating cycles. And if spirit is just like, you are not listening to me, then it can kind of be this like really intense disciplinary action that didn't need to be, that didn't need to happen. So just be aware of that. And yes, there's going to be really great abundance coming in, in terms of long-term investments being made. And if you are to you know, create a business and you're looking to make a loan or get approved by the bank for a loan, this is going to be a good time of the year to start looking into that for January. Um, but don't rush into anything because there are still those squares with Mercury to Mars that is wanting to have things move really quickly. Now, I'm also seeing that the food industry for this time of the month is booming and travel sales too. It almost feels like as if They've kept us like in our cages, I want to say, or spirit is telling me to say, and they've been telling us, you know, like, okay, so this is what it is. We're still in this outbreak, but here's what's going to look like for the rest of the year. And it seems like as though there's been this crazy splurge of need to get away because of that now that people have these actual dates. And so travel sales are booming right now in the first week of February of January. So maybe there's just there's there's just some regular travel agency sales. I don't know. But if you're looking to travel, because I know there are people who are still traveling partially ish, then definitely look into the week of January of the first week of January, because this is going to be the time to look into purchasing. Okay. Now, I'm also seeing in terms of uh, soul work and shadow work and resistance for that week, there is going to be some triggers to do with the divine feminine figure in our lives, mother relationships in our lives. Um, Chiron is still in Aries and is in the fourth house. So that is why I am seeing this. Um, but that is the only resistance I am really seeing for the first week of January. Now, going into our new moon in Capricorn, which is happening on January 13th at midnight, we have Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, the Sun, the Moon, Mercury, all square to Mars in the seventh house. The Sun, Moon, and Mercury are also conjunct to Saturn, and Venus is trying to Uranus and Mars at the time. Um, Neptune will also be sextile to the moon, the sun, and Pluto. So with these aspects, I am seeing that there is a lot of aggression and conflict in communication and money, many other aspects of our lives. So we're not really seeing eye to eye with people, which doesn't really surprise me because again, we have the Capricorn moon here. So this is kind of an expected thing to play out, but this, because of this, um, inability to communicate, it's really bothering us and it's blocking our vision and blessings that we have lined up for ourselves. And perhaps we are even lashing out to those that we love dearly in our kinships as well. So we have to be really, really careful of that. Now, Chiron will be in the sixth house again in Aries. So that 
you know, upset and, and anger that we are feeling. We are not, you know, living up to these standards that we've created for ourselves. And so we get pretty upset with ourselves and very triggered when other people try to help us because we take it perhaps as this intense criticism in this negative light when criticism isn't necessarily a bad thing and so we get defensive and then we start to lash out and all these other things come out of us and so it's not going to be pretty now this is a lot of um intensity for this month for again for this cycle of the moon for the new moon in capricorn it is a lot of intense energy that is going on because we have so many planets all conjunct and it's a lot of focus in the seventh house too which is about our relationships so unfortunately i am seeing that this could potentially play out as themes as um abuse in relationships you know in the various ways it can go we might see unfortunately um numbers to do with certain statistics going up at this time as well and i'm not saying you know it's not to excuse these people's behavior but what i am saying is that this theme is potentially going to play out as well during the new moon capricorn now because of all this other of course intense energy this also means there's going to be a lot of intense sexual aggression or lots of getting down and dirty if you are uh lucky i suppose so this is going to be a really great time for actually sex magic and magic with your partner and and, and working your your own magic in that way in the bedroom out of the bedroom on the couch on the table wherever you want it to be you know and just getting creative with that that is going to be really good potent energy to do that it'll be a good way to release all the intenseness that is coming with this shift now it's also going to be a really good time to refocus on our goals of course and investing in our long-term partnerships this is a time where we might see a lot of people looking to um, dating again a lot of online dating could be happening again it is the you know the beginning of the new year so that's also not really a surprise i suppose because new year new me new bay but it is going to be a heavy theme because there is um you know all that energy in the seventh house that i was talking about so going into the full moon in Leo, we have this interesting portal of 999 playing out, which I will talk about, you know, later on when the moon happens. Um, but I wrote it down in my notes, so I'm pointing it out now to you guys. Um, so this is a number we might be seeing a lot actually during that time. But the full moon in Leo is happening on January 28th of 2021 at 2.16 p.m. Again, that is Eastern Standard Time. All these timelines I'm giving are based off of Eastern Standard Time zones. So we have Venus conjunct to Saturn and Pluto. We have Jupiter and Sa the Sun, Saturn, Venus, Pluto, all in the eighth house. We have the Moon and the Sun square to Uranus and Mars as well. So instead of us thinking with compassion and our heart centers, we are being very stubborn and refusing to let go of cycles that we keep repeating. And, you know, that at this point of the year, the end of, of January, we're kind of starting to get into our groove of what 2021 is feeling like for us. And we might start to already tell ourselves stories 
of what is happening. So we want to make sure we're breaking out of that cycle for full moon in Leo, because again, it's about believing in ourselves and having that self-confidence. Okay. And the fact that it's happening right after the new moon in, in Capricorn is really interesting to me. The moon cycles are still kind of weird and topsy-turvy next year. It's actually really awesome. I actually really love it a lot. I think it's so cool. Um, but there is still some weirdness going on. So we're going from this heavy self-doubt, intense, um, binded, you know, kind of energy of the new moon in Capricorn. And then we're moving into this full moon in Leo where we're still feeling the same way, but it's time for us to break out of it, you know? And it's, again, us telling ourselves, I know what I'm doing, AKA I'm comfortable. So why do I have to change? I know what I'm doing. I'm good. And so that is going to be potentially a theme playing out and our spirit guides will be, of course, handling us accordingly when we act such a way. Um, but what I am seeing uh, for the collective is that there will be a lot of jobs being lost um, at this time, unfortunately. Lots of tower moments are happening at this time um, in, the, in this area of life. So to do with our financial abundance, there's going to be a lot of um, tower moments there. And we are going to feel tested. We are going to feel like, oh my gosh, the sky is falling potentially during this time. But it's not. It's just a test. And we just need to remember to prepare ourselves a little bit better and ensure that we are covering all of our corners and we'll be okay. Um, but there is going to be a lot of tower moments of testingness to do with our financial abundance at that time. So if you are sending out anything electronically, make sure that you are triple checking, make sure that you are counting your business days, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because you don't want to get effed up by this nonsense. Okay. Okay. Now there's a lot of other stuff going on too. Of course, it's going to be really heavy on the heart center as well, but what I'm, what I was hearing from spirit when I was reading these charts was letting go so that your heart can open up because it is too heavy. So it's almost like as if we are finally shaking off the residue of 2020 at this point, and we're finally starting to let ourselves shed this crap. Now, as this is going on, you know, in the 5D realm and in our higher selves and, you know, in our spaces over there, there is going to be some actual intense um, bloodbath kind of bloodshed going on as well, potentially outside around us that is happening during this full moon. I am seeing a lot of intense things at this time, unfortunately. Um, civil wars could be happening at this time, you guys. And there are others going on from bad to worse. So if there are spaces that are already in civil wars right now, as I'm, as I'm recording this, by this full moon, it's going to be, I don't even know. Um, I'm not going to say, you know, certain words, of course, but what I will say is that at this time, there is going to be a rise in civil wars and things going from bad to worse in certain areas, which really fucking sucks, of course. But 2021 is the year of five, which is the year of change. And if you look at the tarot cards, the number five always brings some sort of nonsense, to be honest. And it's not about it being just all sorrow. It's about, again, covering all your corners and being very, very careful. And that's going to be a very heavy lesson during this moon. Now, 
because of this, I'm also seeing that the institutions are being attacked. Um, there's a lot of media and the propaganda right now, and it's really, really, really big. There's even online hacks going on that I'm seeing, and it's getting really out of control. And I'm seeing that there's even more exposure going on within the political realm in terms of the institution and our leaders, quote unquote leaders, puppets, whatever. They are being exposed. So I'm not sure if it's anonymous, again, making a sneak, ap a sneak appearance for Endgame saying what's up, but there is going to be some exposure going on um, electronically because of an online hack, potentially through Twitter, like it's been recently. It could be a YouTube video. It could be, I don't know, the next new hot shot app that we have at the time, but there is going to be some information leaked. It could be another weird culty ring of leaders crap with like all that other disgusting fucked up stuff that came out as well in this year, but there is going to be something that is leaked out at that time as well. Um, I'm also seeing potentially some power outages going on. I've been calling for a while that there's going to be a blackout, and I don't know if this is really going to happen anytime soon or much, much, much later on in the future. But I do sense there's going to be a few days where there's a complete blackout and there's like no internet. There's going to be no towers and it's just really, really, really intense. Um, yeah, so I don't know what that's about, but if you are in a major city, potentially there could be a really bad storm that causes this, but there is going to be some power outages and disconnection, which is going to make communication and getting the news out very hard. What a coincidence. Now, because there is a lot of intensity with Uranus conjunct to Saturn and Pluto again, plus it being square to Mars at the same time, I am seeing as well that there might be a sort of physical crash or explosion or unplanned thing to hit um, a grand space. And I say unplanned because that's really, really, really important. It's not something that was like brewed with like this like sabotaging energy of like, haha, I'm gonna screw my enemy. No, it was totally unplanned and it's it's an accident and it's really going to be really unfortunate. And I really hope there's no beings around when it happens, but there's going to be a really weird, unexpected explosion. It could be even in a factory um, where this happens, but we're going to be seeing that as well. Um, at the end of January to that of uh, January 28th of that week so again you guys like I'm not just placing I'm not placing any you know exact times on these because the moon cycles expand for the entire cycle of the moon itself okay so these timelines can jump they can be ahead they can go backwards um, I've seen my predictions of 2020 that have come to fruition, which is many of them so far. And because we've jumped timelines, which was something I didn't consider before, it, uh, it, it, some things happened a month early, some things happened, you know, uh, right on time, some things happened a week before, after I was expecting it to happen. So, and also that being said, I'm saying this as collective readings, okay? So I'm not putting a place on the globe if this could be anywhere right this is these are planets we're talking about so don't ask me well what's what location don't ask me that question okay don't ask me that we're all in the same bloody galaxy so don't ask me that 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 human ass question please don't just don't okay moving on so 
We then finally have the new moon in Aquarius on the 11th of February at 2.05 p.m. So Mars is slowly starting to have some chill and is starting to relax. I have been talking about Mars a lot um, during this podcast and even just online because Mars is really doing the most. Mars right now is still in retrograde as I'm recording this, but Mars is going to be a very, very, very big part of 2021. Um, and it's going to be that, that movement that we desperately need to get past that five tarot card energy into some more abundance and gratitude energy. So Mars will be in the 11th house at the time of the new moon Aquarius, which is great because that is Aquarian energy. And we also have the sun, the moon, Mercury and Venus and Jupiter and Saturn all in Aquarius and the eighth house. Holy moly. That is a lot And I'm saying holy moly because I just already know it's going to be an intense time for myself as it is. Um, So yeah, you guys, we have one, two, three, four, five, six placements in the eighth house in Aquarius. So it's going to be a lot. Now, on top of that, we also have Mars trying to Pluto and also making a sextile to Neptune. So Mars is, again, starting to work with the other planets versus just throwing freaking shots at everybody and busting everyone's nose open, you know? So it's really, really nice, finally. Now, we also have Mercury and Venus making a trine to the North Node, which is really good for manifesting. And because it's Aquarius energy, it's going to be really good, of course, for those things that we want to have quick change arounds for, okay? Now, because all these elements are happening in the eighth house, that is Plutonian energy, Uranus right now is currently in Taurus, but Uranus is actually ruled by Aquarius. And I'm saying this because this to be this is important to know because we are currently about to have the full moon in Taurus today, if you're listening to this the day that it's being posted. And we are about to have that same strike of luck because of the blue moon in Taurus. So we have Aquarian energy playing this really big part for us later on this year of 2021. Um, But this is going to be a really great time for us to rewrite our karmic, you know, cycles and change them finally, really, really change them. So that's really, really, really exciting for us too. Now, it feels as though everything around us is going through quick changes. And time itself is literally moving faster and more forward than ever before it feels. There's even positive movement going on in the economy, businesses as well. People are giving second chances. You know, people are getting their jobs redeemed. People are feeling like a breath of fresh air for their businesses and feeling really, really good finally, which is really nice. And so there's a lot of just good juju going around, which is really, really great for everyone. Now, There is still some weird kind of passive aggression going on within our social groups I am seeing. And that's just because it's a little crowded. You know, we have all these planets in the eighth house in Aquarius. So we are showing brave face by showing up. But there could still be this weird passive aggression of ourselves and not speaking up entirely about certain things because we don't want to disturb the peace, because we have important things to complete with these beings around us. Now, society as a whole at this time is feeling, you know, um, not so great. 
it, it's 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 kind of feeling very very wanting to give up you know in general we are feeling as a whole that we want to give up and especially lately with the shift of the new moon in capricorn and the the full moon in leo it was it's a lot of stuff that we've received in the news at this time like it's a lot and it's really testing our humanity to in terms of how much strength we can take and how much strength we actually carry with how much stuff we can see in the news that is of violence and of bloodshed and is of you know just sadness and sorrow and and struggle you know so it's 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 been it's been really hard but this moon is bringing a wake up call another wave of of wake up calls to to the collective and it's finally giving people a chance to be inspired and want to kind of you know improve themselves now because it is the aquarius new moon there is a lot of anxiety around that has to do especially about our self-worth and our values so taking your time of course during that moon is going to be really important because it's going to be a very heavy heavy time and collectively we are going to be feeling pretty um you know, intense, but it's going to be a moon where things are finally going to start to shift again and we can finally start to breathe finally. Now, going into the full moon in Virgo, we have the full moon happening on February 27th at um, 1.17 p.m. So, actually, no, I lied, at 3.17 a.m., I was trying to figure out if that was a one or a slash that I wrote. I couldn't tell. And we have an 888 portal. So again, we have from the new moon in Aquarius, all these things happening in the eighth house. Now we have this 888 portal going on. I say that because one, I wrote it down. Two, we have the moon in the eighth house again during this time. So there is going to be a really, really, really intense um and dramatic release of, of, of death and rebirthing of ourselves during this time frame. Now, at this time, we do have the Sun, Venus, Neptune, and Jupiter, and Mercury all in the second house, which is big Taurus energy. Now, that's going to be really, really great because we will be able to actually start to plan our big abundance for long-term goals that take us a lot longer to complete and finish very quietly low-key at this time and i say this because the north node will be in taurus okay from january 19th of 2022 to july 17th of 2023 so Yes, now I'm jumping ahead of more years, I know. <laughs> so when we have this full moon in Virgo, you can plan those those intense, you know, those projects that you're like, I want I'm gonna take so much pride and, and, and so much pride in this thing because it took me such a long time to create it and, and birth it. And you wanna just make sure that it's perfect. Okay, maybe not necessarily perfect, but you wanna make sure that it is as good as it can get or as the kids say these days chef's kiss you know so those items that you know you're going to want to pick apart a few times by going to them and creating amazing masterpieces and then walking away and then coming back to it a few months later and then returning to it and adding to it 
and then going away and then again coming back to it and then allowing it to grow and grow and grow because you are trusting the process knowing that it is for another timeline for the for the previous um year or sorry for the next year and so if you are looking to or you know that you have some projects and things that are to be birthed for 2022 into mid 2023 a really good time to um you know, look into those blessings and manifest those blessings would be actually this full moon in uh, Virgo. Okay, (laughs) I hope you guys are still understanding what I'm saying. So what I'm seeing for the collective with all this stuff going on globally is a lot of positive security and self-love is beaming through the collective. There's lots of positivity going on there. We have positive changes and purchases of supported for home markets as well. So there's a lot of, you know, people wanting to look for homes at this time. If you're looking to buy a home, um, this full moon in Virgo at the time is also really a time for that. And there is also a lot of focus of the home itself. So if you are looking to move into a condo or rent a new place out or looking to paint your walls or looking for some art or whatever it is, you might have this happening around the full moon in Virgo next year. Now, there is still, of course, some heavy stress because 2021 is literally just part two of the shit show that is this decade. So what did I say? Child's Play was 2020. This is now the, I guess, the the bride of Chucky <laughs> that we're on right now. So we're, we're just getting started. We're not even, we're not really that close though. We're not close, but we're getting there. Um, so there is some stress and anxiety because again, we are having now a Mercury moon um, and it is causing some conflict in the minds of ourselves and can be blocking how we are seeing our full potential of these blessings. And the truth is we are just being greedy and are carrying way too high expectations that have us feeling like we are constantly failing when it's not true. And that is because of that heavy Taurus energy. The second house is really Taurus, which has to do with abundance and our foundations, but also has to do with how we are holding on to grudges and holding on to old parts of cells and holding on to a lot of needs to be consumed and consume things as well that really aren't needed and are just heavy and weighing us down even okay so that is one thing and another thing is that our perception of self um, image is also changing and this does happen a lot with the full moon in virgo now there's also a lot of sudden changes going on with everybody wanting to settle down too a lot of people are thinking about their loved ones and oh I need to think about my loved ones and like settling down and having a family and this and that that's going to be on a lot of people's minds globally um, during this full moon in Virgo and we could see even a spike in more dating or people being like oh we're moving we're moving in together oh we're buying our first dog or cat together oh we're uh, getting married you know so there could be a lot of that going on too during the full moon in Virgo at this time Now, during the new moon in Pisces, which is happening on March 13th at 5.21 a.m., we have Mercury, Venus, Neptune, the moon, the sun, Chiron, all in the first house, which is naturally ruled by Aries. So the houses are just semi-shifted a little bit as to where they would normally be in their regular times um, during this shift. 
which is not going to stay that way for a long time. There are a lot of shifts, you guys, a lot of moon cycles for next year where everything is completely flipped. So as in, you know, Libra is in the first house and Aries is in the se is in the seventh house and everything is just in its sister's opposite sign. And it's so funny. It happens a lot back to back to back. But for now, at this time of the year, for 2021, we are kind of on schedule. So with those planets, we also have Pluto in the 12th house, um, making a sextile to Neptune and the sun and the moon. So this is really good for abundance and wealth for those who prepare for it right now, okay? So you can prepare yourself, again, for these long-term goals as long as you are taking the time to create it. The North Node um, is, you know, in the fourth house at this time, is trying to Saturn and Jupiter. And so more people are wanting to join healing circles and going to therapy and taking care of themselves and their shadow selves in these really beautiful ways I'm seeing because of these connections in the stars and the planets. Now, I'm also seeing because we have these interesting trines with Pluto and, or sorry, the sextile with Pluto to Neptune, I'm also seeing a lot of people having a lot of fun and letting loose and getting really quote unquote lit <laughs> and getting drunk and doing some recreational drugs or other things for intense pleasures that make you feel like you're not in this realm, whatever that is for you. So for some people, that's witchcraft, you know? <laughs> so whatever it is, there's going to be a lot of that going on. A lot of wanting to escape, of course, because we are having the new moon in Pisces, but it's going to be in a really intense way because of that sextile to Pluto we have in the 12th house. Now, because of this, I'm also seeing lots of visions and absolutely insane, insane synchronicity for those of us who are, you know, believing in reincarnation and know of the starseed journey, there is going to be a lot of synchronicity and visions being received from spirit at that time. More upgrades for the starseeds are going on. The earth is also upgrading at this time. So there's going to be a lot of natural purging going on, which I will talk about a little bit later. Um, but there is going to be a lot of that going on as well. Now, I am seeing in the news at this time for Matrix news, there is going to be a sex scandal within a political institution person involved um, and is going to be coming up. Um, it could be a sexual abuse kind of scandal. So it could be, a, you know, a court case situation or a story coming out with a political member who has sexually abused people or has done, you know, worse things. I don't know. But this is what I'm seeing coming up uh, during this community in Pisces as well as some sort of highlight going on in the news. Now, traveling in space is also heavily discussed right now. So I don't know what's going on with that, but there is going to be a lot of traveling to space being discussed heavily. And there could potentially be some new NASA technology launching at this time. And it's really funny that I wrote this down because this is for the Newman in Pisces. And actually just last week, I believe it was, or maybe it was this week, um, 
NASA just announced how they discovered water on the moon. So there you have it, which is NASA has finally caught up and realized there is also water on the moon. Now I'm pointing this out because when this news came out this week, the moon was actually in Pisces. So here we go again with this Piscean energy and NASA and something going on there. And that's that Neptunian you know, out of range energy. So I don't know what's going on if there's a new technology that is launching for them, but there's a lot of talk about traveling in space at that time going on for the new moon in uh, Pisces. Now, for the full moon in Libra, that is going to be happening um, on March 28th at 2.48 p.m. And it is going to be another quad eight portal happening and a grand karmic cycle cleansing the past returns to us because there is an imbalance in our present the sun the moon venus uranus and chiron are all at the eighth degree sitting where they are during this time now this is not necessarily a bad thing we do have positive movement going on and change going on within our self-growth possibly even traveling and going on a retreat with or without our friends. We are just ready to commit to self and ready to, you know, uh, I guess, intensify our knowledge of self and, and growth of self and, and, and our spirit as well, feeding our spirit and letting that be fed properly and fully. So it's nourished, not just surviving. Okay. Now, we also have, of course, because the full moon in Libra, we do have some new budding relationships going on. I'm seeing engagements going on as well. Um, so that is also really, really cute. We also have, you know, these moments where we have to let go of, you know, this blessing that we see and we have to let go of visions and things that we, we see for ourselves. And it really sucks because we felt like it was really in alignment, but it actually wasn't. And it's because we have to allow that thing to be removed so that we can create more space for things that are to be birthed. And this is because reality is starting to check in and a lot of reality checks are coming in in this karmic way because of this grand karmic cycle cleansing that I am seeing during this time for this moon in Libra. And so we are realizing that we can't have our cake and eat it too. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Again, we have to release some things to burst some other things and create space for things to grow. Now, Spirit was saying to us at this time to not be a stick in the mud. You know, the worst is over. So just get on with it, <laughs> they were telling me. So rip it off like a Band-Aid. It's not the end of the world. It's going to feel like shit for a couple of moments. But I promise you, all is well, okay? All is well. Now, more global news going on. I am also seeing that there's going to be a lot of positive time for business deals to be going on and contracts to be made at this time. So lots of blooming new ideas are coming forward. So there's going to be lots of um, deals coming out and collaborations coming out and really just a really great time for businesses in general. And that is that big Venusian energy coming through, of course. So as these ideas and as these contracts are being birthed remember to know your worth 
and remember your worth for yourself so that you're not just saying yes to everything because that full moon and Libra energy, that Libra energy will have you saying yes to things that you don't need to be. So don't do it. Okay. Now, as you allow old visions to phase out, you may start to realize that some blessings no longer align to what you want. So there could be those things that you were sad about at the beginning of the month at this time that really just felt out of reach and like the world was ending for you and like I don't understand why I can't have this and da 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 but that's actually not the truth at all and so at this time you're going to realize this and feel really grateful perhaps even for what's to come now there is going to be again this need for travel coming up people are really wanting to get the heck out of our spaces and leave and I feel like it's because we're finally being let out of our cages at this time and more and more and more countries are also um you know able to let open open up their barriers and borders to people so that people are able to come visit so there is this need for a road trip or getaway a staycation whatever it is just take time for yourself for that full moon because it is going to be heavy now we are also as a collective really finally starting to understand what it means to love ourselves and loving the shadow work part and mending our good kinships with people and doing a lot of deep healing of ourselves as we are doing that as well. So it's going to be a really, really great time for all that healing too. Now, for the new moon in Aries, it's happening on April 11th at 10.30 p.m., and I'm seeing a lot of heart chakra activation because we have the moon in the fifth house with Mercury and the sun and Venus. I'm seeing with this, there's going to be a lot of necessar necessarily need for speaking up about how we feel, um, being very vulnerable and opening up to those closest to us, like our friends and our families, coven, loved ones, or ones that we are trying to love on, perhaps. Now... I'm seeing that people are romantically, perhaps, um, there is this big, like, potential being seen with particular beings, you know, like, there's this romantic connection that's starting to bloom with certain people, and we're starting to connect the dots of, oh, maybe it was you all along. Like, oh, okay, I'm starting to see some real potential with this person. This is really great. Wow, blah, 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 blah. And so this could also be because we are also just feeling extra horny and kinky because it is the new moon in Aries. But whoever is around our space at that time, we are seeing a lot of potential with them. Now, Love is really, really, really in the air, which is super weird for an Aries moon, but it really is the big theme for this time of the year for us. Um, we have Mars still square to Neptune and is causing some unpredictable attacks and random lashes of aggression overall in the collective. We have Pluto still square to Venus. So potential home invasions and attacks I have been seeing. Um, emergency funds will need to be looked at at this time. So please ensure you have your insurance checked in and all that other good juju before April of next year you guys because I am seeing some weird energy in the home space in that space in that time okay there is also like a freeze in the market and people are wanting to hold on to what they have there's really not a lot flowing it's a lot of stagnant energy this time and so we're really clinging on to what we have there's a lot of co codependent issues 
substance abuse or even through people that we are just, you know, clinging on for dear life. And it is a high and growing a lot, a lot, a lot at this time. So all this idea of seeing potential with other people, it could be very true. It could also just be ourselves wanting something that's not really there because we are trying to cling on to life energy no matter what form it takes because of the stagnantness that is around us in general at this time. Now, also, it is going to be a good time for planting and completing short-term goals, focusing on our manifestation skills, stepping up and taking out what it means to have the bigger picture, moving that forward, okay? And not just burning out before you're actually catching the spotlight. So as much as it is a moon in Aries, we're going to be realizing that it's really important that we are taking our time and not rushing into things and not, you know, burning our asses and burning our blessings before they can even come to fruition completely. Because a lot of times we can do that. Okay. Going into the full moon in Scorpio, you guys, um, there is going to be, the biggest thing I'm going to say is this. Okay. It's happening on April 26th at 2020, on 2021 at 1031 PM. And, you know, it's the time where Mars seems to like this time of day for change. I've noticed there's a lot of things going on with Mars at that 1030 mark. So at that 1030, you're feeling like you're wide awake. It can be because Mars is doing the most out in space. Um, but there is not a time for manifesting. This moon is not a time for manifesting, but rather focusing on the discomforts we try to keep tr tucked away from reality. Heavy pressure in the air. There's going to be a lot of tensity in our social spaces, wanting to be in hermit mode a lot and staying secluded. There's going to be a lot of difficulty in our communication um, and our wants and needs and communicating our wants and needs with our people, um, but we are still getting them fulfilled through temporary situations and feelings. Now, in terms of the Matrix Global Headlines, I'm seeing scandal to do with um, charity as a cover-up. Potentially, it's a stock market that's crashing. I'm not sure what it is, but there's some sort of phony-ass business, illegal manners being exposed to the public at this time. And it could potentially actually have to have someone in the institution involved as well when it's coming out. So not sure what that's going to be about, but that is what I am seeing. There's also a lot of rage that is felt and... Um, a lot of emotionally destroyed uh, destructiveness is hitting the collective right now in the feels, in the guts. Um, but there is still, you know, despite all that feeling, there is still a greater resistance being fueled through connections to spirit in these public rituals. I'm seeing at this time during this moment in Scorpio, there is more of a rise of witches being around. There is more of a rise of witches being um, out there and exposed and being highlighted as members in community that are welcomed and asked to perform things and asked to hold spaces for things in the regular public and not just online. So that's really interesting. Um, the overall theme that I am seeing here is denial of the damage that was already done. So we will see how that plays out. Um, for the new moon in Taurus, it's happening on May 11th um, at, at 2.59 p.m. We have Pluto in retrograde. 
we now can see that the ball is going to drop soon and the countdown starts now. Things will start to seem mostly back to normal at this point of the year. COVID is finally back under control, I can see at this time. Um, this is a good time for us to plant our long-term goals as Pluto trines Venus, the sun and the moon at this time and is sitting in Capricorn. Now, we also have, this is a good time again for uh, traveling. <laughs> if it's allowed, Spirit really wants us to travel next year, you guys. I don't know why this keeps coming up as a theme. I don't even remember writing it down that many times, but I guess I did. So again, traveling, if allowed, Spirit wants us to create more space for our spirit to grow um, as the energy is totally shifting now. So we want to, again, explore what's out, else, out, what else is out there, essentially. Now... I am seeing positive movement and change has taken place and is, you know, changing things globally. There is still some resistance from leaders at this time, but overall it's pretty quiet. Um, there is an overall sense of strong abundance in the air, but be careful to not overspend because again, this is the new moon in Taurus we can overspend so be careful with that um, but it is actually a good time for investing this is actually another good time of the year for house purchasing and putting down you know a mortgage for a house this is a really good time for that as well this is also really good energy for love rituals and divination as well and spell crafting in general um, at this time of year because of the aspects of that moon now then we go into eclipse season, you guys, right after. So then we have the solar eclipse in Gemini happening on June 10th of 2021 at 6.52 a.m. So lots of heavy shadow work, of course, because it is eclipse season. So lots of heavy shadow work. There's lots of movement in the 12th house going on. There's a lot of old memories and visions of self being shown at this time. A time for deep reflection is going on um having the courage to face these and be open to how we can learn these things um and learn to be open about learning these you know new past parts of ourselves so we are you know being shown a part of ourselves that we don't necessarily enjoy seeing but it is very 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 important there's again a lot of old memories and vision of self being shown and it's time for us to do a deep reflection and also just having the courage to face these and be open to, you know, learning how these new past parts of self can work and how come they are important part of the future self that we are currently in. Now, the mind can be playing a lot of games on us at this time because, again, it is a solar eclipse in Gemini. So we can have a lot of things going on in our mind playing out for us. And it is a reminder for the spirit to, to say, like, as I'm showing you these things, remember to not get lost in the deja vu. Don't get lost in the deja vu. Now, we also have Mars opposite to Pluto. So we fear that the action that we take will not be good enough. So we go back and forth instead, which is worse on ourselves. And it can challenge us and be a challenge to have us not have a lot of control of our situation and so it's not really making it easy for us to manifest so again solar eclipse is not a time for manifesting this is a time of shadow work and reflecting on what we want to have occur at this time 
Now, in the Matrix, I am seeing that social media and media outlets in general are being used to fuel a debate at this time. Um, there is an attack as well. So there could be some ties being cut within with certain countries to other countries that are affecting the economy to kind of hurt the other player. There's a lot of arguments going on over land as well and fighting over land, which I think is disgusting, but this is what's going to be happening during the solar eclipse in Gemini. Also, I'm seeing a lot of sexual aggression and conflict and kinships at this time, um, and business can also be really tricky right now as well. So definitely just taking your time to breathe out during that time will be really important. Um, but going into the full moon in Capricorn, so there's going to be, um, you know, some shocking and unexpected news to do with our kinships. Um, and could cause some conflict because of these things I'm seeing with Uranus squared to Saturn and Mars. Um, this full moon Capricorn is going to be all about committing and seeing current goals to their full potential, positive changes and opportunities for abundance. Um, we usually feel heavy and doubtful with the Capricorn energy, but this time it seems like we're being given a nice breathing space that is necessary to shake out all the dirt to receive all the gold that we have. Now, political power is being challenged at this time. There are some new laws coming out to be um, agreed on and is causing a shitstorm to be said. So the public is coming and demanding questions and is looking for change to these new policies and people are starting to pay attention again on are resisting the change and looking for shit to actually happen. Now. The way we are communicating is also about to change as well. There is new communication devices coming out on the market, so I'm not really sure what that's looking like, but there is going to be a new communication device coming out at that time. And also um, a new rise in pregnancies and fertility rates in general, I'm also seeing. Now, for the new in cancer happening um, on July 9th at 9.16 p.m., I am seeing that there's a heavy, sedative, and very distractive kind of vibe going on in the air, wanting to escape ourselves and, you know, avoid the heavy shit. And so what I am seeing is that there's going to be a lot of more secrets and scandal being exposed, a lot of blunt truths about kinships coming out, and us realizing that we're not getting the treatment that we deserve in our kinships. Now... We also have Saturn opposite to Mars and Venus, so there are some personal peers working on the same side as us that we are not getting along with, and it's starting to, you know, shake things up. And we'll actually see this as well on a global perspective. We are going to see some politicians who work on the same side, who are supposed to be working in harmony, who just aren't getting along. Now, I'm also seeing that there may be, again, this theme of a trial um, going on in the news that's really big, and it could be this sexual abuse trial that I was mentioning before that's going to continue the scandal that I was mentioning before, so I'm not sure what that is about, but there is something at that time coming out during that new moon for a trial. Um, we also have, I'm seeing psychedelics are also on the rise and becoming popular again, and so are breakups during this new moon in Cancer. There's going to be a lot of breakups going on during this time as well. So um, <laughs> I don't want to say look out for that because you can't really look out for that. But um, 
you know, just uh, be aware of who you're dating because you might just end up dumping their asses later. Now, for the full moon in Aquarius on the 23rd of, of uh, July at 10.36 p.m., we are going to see a lot of weird energy, um, feeling mentally exhausted, so lots of self-healing will need to be the focus. Um, there's a lot of weird feeling of being skeptic going on. Now, what I am seeing is that the moon is conjunct to Pluto, and so destruction of the institution as moon conjuncts Pluto and Saturn is going to be a theme. Grand changes and the reset is about to happen again, because again, full moon in Aquarius. Now, that being said, there is going to be a scandal from before, Perhaps it blew up even more, and now there's propaganda around it and slander in the news. Perhaps it's an inside sneak attack. I don't know if this is someone's escape plan or someone's plan to get rid of somebody else in office or whatever else is going on at the time, but something's going to leak out, and it's going to be really, really, really gross. Um, also, I'm seeing, I'm hearing from Spirit, they were telling me it's the battle of the currencies at this time. So there is been a lot of talk about currencies and cryptocurrency and this and that coming up I've heard recently at the full moon in Aquarius at this time of year next year there's going to be a lot of talk about that and different kinds of currencies coming out just like how we have different kinds of banks now we're going to have different kinds of of currencies uh cryptocurrencies crypto businesses coming out and it's going to be like this ongoing battle it's going to be really really funny um so it's gonna be really really intense now, I don't recommend for those who are looking to get pregnant, I don't recommend looking into this time of the year for that because the aspects are kind of heavy and intense and your body could be going through a lot of stress just because of all the other karmic energy in the air. So I don't recommend. I'm not a doctor, so don't take my word for it. Take your own intuition and your own intuitive you know, word for it, but that is just what I am seeing. Okay, now... On the new moon in Leo day, that is actually happening on August 8th during the 888 Lionsgate portal, which I absolutely love to see. What will this thing bring us? Well, I am seeing lots of uprising and protesting going on, public protesting going on, and just the public trying to make some sort of statement. You know, the public is looking to make their protests stand for itself so that they themselves don't even have to be there in the protests if that makes sense. So for example, art and graffiti is going to be um, heavily visible and very politically w politically driven. Um, and other ways of social media and, and messages and, and communication being used, we're going to see this theme play out of trying to make a statement, a political statement about where we stand and about our cry, I guess, for help as a collective too. Now, we are also, I'm seeing a lot of deception. So reading between the lines, lots of secrets of deception are going to be coming out this time. Um, also, you know, a time for us to really just take care of ourselves and clean up our stuff and, you know, not looking to invest in long-term financial commitments, but the beginning of new passions that will be prominent for us and allow us to, you know, embrace the change that is coming because it is coming. And just getting back into routines that make us feel good, you know? 
that is what I am seeing for the new moon in Leo. I'm also seeing a lot of miracle babies being born at this time. So if couples weren't able to get pregnant, I'm seeing a lot of miracle babies being due at this time, which makes no... I'm not surprised because, again, we have the <laughs> 888 portal being open that day. The Lionsgate portal starts these time to be born that day, so I'm not surprised. But it is going to be a theme that I am seeing. And because it is happening on that day, uh, it's actually also supportive in the planets that it's a really good time for us to make big um, offerings to our deities and to our spirit guides and to our ancestors. So if you usually give a certain kind of offering this is the kind of time where you'll want to where you'll want to rebalance um your karmic you know cycle with spirit by giving extra offerings at this time it'll be really 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 good to also prepare you for the next shift of the year now the full moon in aquarius yes again because we get two full moons in aquarius next year i am so happy because i am actually a aquarius moon so i'm very happy about this so this one happens on sunday the 22nd of august at 20 on 2021 at 801 a.m so i know this episode is getting really long you guys and you guys are probably either loving this or hating this i don't really know i don't really care but i'm just gonna follow what spirits tell me to do so i'm gonna skip some of the aspect pieces and just kind of give you guys the meat and potatoes all right so we have politicians are waving their dicks around a lot at this time so i don't know what's going on if this is them preparing for election season or what have you but we have lots of more uh, propaganda going on at this time we also have people fulfilling their dream vacations again spirit is really wanting us to travel lots of traveling escapades and dream vacations are being fulfilled during the full moon in Aquarius. Um, contracts with spirits and creating new bonds with spirit at an all-time high as well. Lots of initiations I'm seeing, lots of brujas, um, finding new spirit guides, connecting on a deeper level with their spirit guides, and just spiritual activity in general is going to boost up, which is honestly really good for humanity, <laughs> but it's going to be a lot. Now, peace and celebration is going to be felt in our conscious and communities. Everyone's feeling really, really good, really, really hippie, rose gold glasses kind of thing. Um, however, there is also um, miscommunication and insecurities that are triggered within us and within our relationships and our close kinships, which could strike out at any time because of that Aquarian energy. So we want to be careful of that at that time so give ourselves the time to breathe out now the economy at this time is doing well it seems um, as people are finally investing in themselves and specifically what i was seeing is people investing a lot in insurance so if you are looking at um i guess improving your insurance rates or looking to renew them or sign with a new company you might want to look around during the full moon in aquarius because there will be some positive aspects to do with that. Now, environmental and global affairs are, and just really the earth in general, is being finally protected in a really, really, really big way by bigger companies and institutions, finally it feels. Um, global change is about to become even bigger. So I'm not sure what it's going to do with more intense laws that are actually already in place in other spaces that I'm aware of right now, but whatever it is, 
during the full moon, during the second full moon in Aquarius, it's going to be a big, big, big thing, which is about freaking time. But you know, here we go again. So now we have the new moon in Virgo on the 16th of September at 8.51 p.m. So um, with this, I am seeing that everyone, of course, is getting their shit together and starting fresh as we have a really, really heavy sixth house. But in terms of the uh, global scale, I'm seeing that the government is feeling really confident that they've gained back power and new laws for the civil space okay new civil laws are in place now and are finally coming to fruition now and is to serve positive change of the realms that is what is happening and so they're feeling really good like oh we've actually done a good thing you guys look everyone's kind of chill this is so awesome oh my god yeah sure <laughs> um that's kind of going on for now so things are kind of calm at this time the new Virgo seems to bring a lot of chill which is what we very much so need of course now, at this time, though, I'm also seeing plastic surgery increasing and other surgeries in general to make one look younger. So beautifying oneself in these really intense ways and filler, plasticky crap. This is going to be a, a grand theme during Newman and Virgo. I'm not saying everyone's going to get plastic surgery, but what I am saying is that the sales in, in those spaces are going to be pretty heavily packed during that time. Um, even just the beauty market in general is a focus. So I don't know what's changing within the beauty market at that time, but the makeup industry, the beauty industry, something is changing. Something big is coming out during the new moon in Virgo at this time. I'm also seeing like this grand change of virtual weddings. So it's like, although people are able to have the choice to go elsewhere, people are still very attached to this oh, everything is done virtually now kind of world. And it's really interesting. So what I am seeing is um, a lot of virtual weddings that are going on, which is really, really, really weird. I know. But that is what is going on. Now, I'm also seeing that more communities and people are returning to nature and moving away from cities. Holistic health and alternative medicine is growing more and more popular during this time. New studies in medical industries are going to be highlighted this time as well to do with alternative medicines and people are starting to realize they have other options outside of the traditional medical field so we've already started to see it happen as people have been forced to do and go to other non-traditional places because there's been you know capacity with COVID testing and hospitals and all these things and so people are starting to be challenged and cut off from their quote-unquote supplies and so now during this new moon in Virgo at this time they're starting to realize the collective that we actually do have other options and we actually now have doctors medical doctors and all these other uh, companies and, and places that support the medical business um, with science backing up these alternative medicines and alternative ways of doing things like studies saying oh this study by the psychologist says that yoga is good for you. This study says that yoni steams are good for you. You know what I mean? Like all these things that we witches have already been talking about, that we wild women and women of nature and beings of nature have already been learning and knowing from our ancestors, the medical world is starting to now catch up. 
And the reason why they're doing that is because why? Because they realize at this time, we actually can't serve all these people in these spaces, but we still want their money. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna capitalize in these areas, or at least try to, is what I'm seeing at this time. Um, but that is what I'm seeing for the new moon in Virgo. Now, going to the full moon in Pisces, we have on September 20th at 7.54 a.m. This is gonna be one of those topsy-turvy moons where Libra is the ascendant, okay? Lots and lots and lots of deep healing going on, of course. Lots of wake-up calls going on, um, but also I'm seeing that those that did not triple-check finances from previous months before will be, will be hit heavily here. And this could be from the cycle of the solar eclipse in Gemini that we had earlier in the year that's now biting you in the ass. So you want to make sure you cross all your T's and dot all your I's because that full moon in Pisces is going to hit you like a brick wall, okay? And I say that moving into this next point that I am seeing that the stocks and other industries are also being hit. So, you know, it's just not a great time for abundance energy at the moment. So if we don't have ourselves secured in certain ways, we too will be feeling that. Now, something big is going to strike at this time. I don't know what it is, but spirit was really creating a lot of heat around me when I was pulling this chart particularly. Something is going to strike. Maybe even a physical attack on the institution. Spaces of tradition in general being shaken. I'm not really sure what it is, but something is going to strike that is really, really big around that week of September 20th. And I really don't know what it is yet. Um, it'll sharpen for me a little bit more as we get closer, I feel. But there is going to be something striking us during that week. That's pretty, pretty, pretty big. Okay, so moving into the Newman and Libra we have on October 6th. Um, it is going to be, well, first of all, we have Libra at the Ascendant at the time. Um, and it's going to be a pretty heavy, intense moon in terms of self-improvement and growth as the focus lots of big love energy going on we have people pouring their hearts out seems like everyone is real is really focused on relationships right now even the media itself is advertising and cinemas are so focused on the romantic agenda there's like a bunch of love movies coming out <laughs> during this time and all these other weird things so it's a really big focus right now the house market is still doing well but ensure to not go too over your head with your offers and i'm saying house market because it's a really big staple right now people are looking to secure land and looking to have something stable because lord knows what is going to happen to us all but um this is a time to not be gambling too much but playing it safe now of course this is gonna be a time for self manifesting our dreams and all these other positive things going on but there's really a lot of positivity and love felt in the air overall. The other things that I'm seeing are more personal, soulful things that I will share, I think, later on. I really want to give you guys just the, the hot, hot tea. <laughs> so for the full moon in Taurus, which we currently have today, if you were listening to this on the 31st of October, next year's full moon in Taurus will be happening on October 20th at 10.56 a.m. So this is going to be very, 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 very heavy energy. Lots of cleansing will need to be done. Um, there's going to be a lot of intense heaviness going on. 
um, financial karmic cleansing will be needed as well. So make sure your shit's in order. People are overspending perhaps because there's a lot of mental exhaustion coming with that moon. Um, but you need to be really careful with your financial stuff at that time still. From the new moon into the full moon. Now, our boundaries will need to be reinfilled at this time. And there's going to be a lot of other weird energy going on you know expectations not matching with our reality because Venus squares Neptune at this time um, lots of gambling on chances on chances as well just to see if they will work in our favor which they could because there are a lot of heavy positive aspects with this food in Taurus but it is very much so a possibility that it's a, also a huge gamble but we are willing to do so because we're kind of desperate in this energy um, the Ascendant at the time is is Sag, and so it's very dramatic because Sagittarius are so fucking dramatic, but it's uh, it's going to be a lot. It's, it's very, very, very heavy mentally, so I'm not going to get into all that right now, but it is going to be a very heavy mental moon for us. Um, the new moon in Scorpio we have on the 4th of November at 5.14pm is also going to bring a lot of weird energy. Lots of um, breakup energy, but also marry them for their money energy. So I see a lot of people breaking up with people because it's actually needed and they need to get the hell out of their shit. But I also see people who are just nasty beings trying to finesse people for their abundance. And it might not just be money, it could just be their spiritual energy, it could be their other abundance that they bring, but there is this weird latch on vampire energy going on um also big psychic energy is going on for this moon as there are lots of mess uh trines and such going on with pisces to the moon in the 12th house um with neptune um so lots of very active dreams uh also businesses that will be launching this time and opening this time um to do with wedding planning um could be happening now there's a lot of heavy focus on relationships at this time of course because we have Scorpio energy so it's dealing with other people's values not our own and so I'm seeing a lot of like yeah a lot of uh, industries to do with couples like again the wedding planning industry even the you know sex industry and the porn industry is is booming at this time which is interesting considering the news that has come out recently you know about some porno sites that I've seen online so It'll be interesting to see how these kind of industries play out in the future, especially the porn industry. Wedding industry is a little bit different, but that one, I don't know how that's going to come back from everything that's happened, but I'm sure it will. Um, but there's going to be a lot of focus there. Now, of course, with this, lots of babies will be made under this moon. Miracle babies energy like crazy. This moon is going to bring so much miracle baby energy. It's crazy. Now, in terms of matrix news, I am seeing lots of debates going on. Maybe even some public legal um, matters are going on in the media as well. I'm not really sure if it's like, you know, some situations to do with, um, I don't even know what it is, you guys, honestly. But it's just, there's some sort of legal situation going on at this time that doesn't really support justice. And it's going to make people really pissed off. And so we'll see what happens. Um, but there is going to be some legal cases at this time. 
where justice isn't really being served and it's going to piss off the people. And so we can imagine what that's going to bring going into the lunar eclipse in Taurus because like I told you before, this is a year where random weird changes happen because we have all that five energy. So yes, just like how we had two Aquarius moons, we also have two Taurus moons. So this one's an eclipse and it's uh, happening on the 19th of November at 3.57 a.m. And so it's going to be, um, you know, very, very, very interesting. Um, positive changes for business and networking opportunities, especially. Um, lots of collaborations will be seen in the industries all over. So like music industries, um, companies like Apple and whoever, like all these interesting collaborations with companies we're going to see across the globe during this time frame um that's all i'm going to say about that moon because the rest of it's all very much so about people's relationships but i will also point out actually that the school systems are also changing at this time not necessarily on every continent but there is going to be news about education coming out at this time as well so we'll be sure to look out for that um Lots of heated miscommunication, you know, holding on to grudges and old narratives, jumping to conclusions, lots of healing that needs to do with our divine feminine energy, so our mothers, figures in our lives, um, people meeting with their covens and creating their own communities will be going on still, creating their own spaces to support their spiritual practice is still growing as well, but there is going to be some changes, as I said, to do with business that's really positive and the school system. At that time, um, the solar eclipse in Sagittarius is going to be interesting. It's another topsy-turvy kind of moon because we have Libra at the Ascendant happening on December 4th, which is my fur baby's birthdays at 2.43 a.m. I am seeing like, first of all, changes in the house economy again. And anytime I see big changes happening within the economy of houses and the, in the, in the, you know, that market, I know that it's because everything else is about to shift again, too. So when we see this, people, it tells us that people aren't buying anymore. People aren't buying enough stuff anymore. And um, on top of this energy, we also have divorces, public type announcements. Um, could be royal, could be a celebrity, could be a political a couple, I don't know. But there is resistance in kipshits being felt, and so there could be some sort of public announcement with a public couple coming out about a divorce or separation. Um, this is going to be time to focus on investments. The stock market will be doing well at this time. Um, people will be focusing on renovating their houses and creating their own dream homes at this time as well. Um, lots of healing to be done through spending money and investments for just long-term goals. Um, but also making investments with others. Again, collaborations is still a theme going on collectively. This is also going to be a really good time for contracts and opportunities that will actually have positive outcomes. Eclipses usually carry some weird energy that you never really know what you're going to get, but this one is actually really positive. So it's actually really, really great for us to do all these things that I'm mentioning. Um, I'm also seeing that there is like public rage over the justice system. So as I was saying before, during the lunar eclipse, or sorry, during the new moon in Scorpio, there was some sort of public case that was going on where 
justice isn't being served. So now we're moving forward into a month later. Now the solar eclipse, which by the way, it was the lunar eclipse um, when we had those massive marches happen globally for George Floyd, okay? When that story broke out, the intensity of it grew. It happened right when the full moon eclipse was happening in Sagittarius. And I remember because I was marching that day and globally there was marches happening all over that weekend and it was literally that eclipse. So this Sagittarian energy is that generation of Pluto and Sagittarius youth and starseeds and mystics that we have who are leading the way forward for us. And so anytime we have an ecliptic, anytime we have a Sagittarius moon, I sense that there's going to be this urgency of change and speaking up happening because of that pattern so for this one there is going to be public rage during the solar eclipse for Sagittarius on December 4th of next year um, I'm I'm telling you guys watch your temper your temper because it is going to be nasty um, this is going to play out with multiple countries at it you know on their own overseas or multiple countries could be going at it and causing things of war and public rage as well you know it could be us seeing it and being inspired it could be us already just being annoyed it could be both it could be everything who knows what's gonna what's gonna happen you know but this is going to be a theme happening during the solar eclipse in Sagittarius and lastly for the moon cycles we have the full moon in Gemini happening on the 18th of December at 11 35 p.m. now there is going to be a lot of solo traveling I am seeing right now is going to be something that spirit is supporting and expecting us to do. Lots of seclusiveness, lots of hermit kind of energy, but also the fool energy where it's like I'm looking for my own time to just go within and travel and sense this new journey of self, but also dissecting and meditating and contemplating on those ideas. Um deception and nightmares are becoming our reality as the moon squares Neptune in the eighth house during this time and people are trying to run away from their problems perhaps and making them much worse than they actually are and so they're blowing up even more so so our wounded egos are going to be healed during this time and we are done lashing out and some of us are still lashing out yes but some of us are actually done with that and surrendering to spirit and doing our own thing and because of that we are going to see some new contracts coming in and new opportunities coming in that can produce um really great a bountiful fruit for us but it will not be what we expect so whatever it is that is coming new for you guys during that time frame it's not going to be what you guys expected it to be but it's going to be something even better um big changes going on as well for the institutions the gemini moons also bring big changes to the institutions and that's because that is the axis again of the eclipse energy of gemini and, and it's sagittarius so we are still seeing that happen going into 2021 as well so i am seeing big changes happening for the institutions um someone is being booted from their top dog seat in office changes are going on in the office but also position changes so it's almost like as if someone's getting in trouble and so there there's some positional changes going on but then someone's also going to get booted out of their spaces too so who knows what's going on um i'm also seeing this weird energy of this violent attack on women and the divine feminine on a 
weird global scale. It could be happening overseas, but there is violence and attacks happening on women that's highlighted at this time too. So I don't know why that's happening, but I do see that Mother Earth is going to be pissed off about this and responding. Um, I am seeing that there could be some forest fires and things of that nature also growing at this time. Um, so that is going to be some intense energy. Now, I will point out that the North Node is in the first degree of Gemini at the time of this moon, which means it is slowly making its way to the Taurus North Node. So this is what I am seeing you guys for 2021 in terms of the cycles of the moon. I'm going to now tell you guys what I am seeing and what the cards had to say with um, next year. So first and foremost, I pulled a card for each uh, month. Some, some months got extra cards, but we're going to just go through all of them, okay? So the overall themes for 2021 that we have from the cards, I use the Egyptian tarot, by the way. We have the Knight of Wands, the King of Cups, and the Knight of Cups. So with this energy, what I am seeing is this need for us to, again, want to travel, want to have fun, want to let loose, want to enjoy things, want to have some fun, wanting to you know, explore our passions and express ourselves in these ways, but really, really, really letting loose and that travel energy. I really see that in the Knight of Wands card, but with the King of Cups, with the Knight of Cups, what I am also seeing is spirit heavily reminding us to keep a cool head, to keep telling us that we are always, <clears throat> they are always with us and that we are to not be, you know, concerned for anything because we are going to be always taken care of no matter what is going on and with the king of cups energy i see that as that weird shift in the middle of the year where things kind of go sideways and we're like what the f is this and us being reminded that even in the chaos you are to remain still because your anchor is spirit and your higher self and your confidence in self is your anchor and will remain allow you to stay stable in all this chaos so your intuition will be just as important as everything else that you move through and so will our heart centers in general but it's really about keeping calm okay what is what is that poster that they had in the britain for the for the bombs that everyone wanted to print on everything keep calm and carry on that is the energy of 2021 literally keep calm and carry on okay now at the bottom of the deck which is our subconscious and something, of course, I'm going to talk about as a Pisces rising. We have the Ace of Pentacles, actually, at the bottom of the deck. So for that, what I am seeing overall as our subconscious is us keeping our cool to ensure that we are, one, not disturbing the growth of this Ace that is growing. And that could potentially be, again, that blessing I was talking about that you plant during the full moon in Virgo for the time when the North Node is in Taurus for 2022 and forward. So really about us taking care of that little baby, you know, blessing as it's slowly growing and cooking in the oven of the universe before being blessed and us not losing our cool as these minor distractions throughout the, uh, throughout the months continue and remaining in our anger with spirit and with self. Okay. All right. So going into the months directly. So for January, we have the sun card. 
Um, so I'm seeing this as lots of just focus on self and the ego. The ego is a heavy focus here. Um, remembering our gratitude and all that we are, you know, blessed for to have in our lives is going to be a huge, huge theme. For February, we have the Fool card coming up. So this is telling me that in February, we're going to be going through a lot of changes. We're going to be feeling like we're on some new adventures and feeling like we are young again and vulnerable and really being open to receiving these new opportunities and not even having a plan and kind of being okay with that is going to be a theme for the collective as well. So lots of new opportunities, lots of new, you know, kinship's going to happen at this time, blessings, abundance, etc, 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 could be happening during February. Now, going into March, we have the Seven of Wands. And so this is going to be where things get a little bit tense. Um, and so the Seven of Wands is going to be bringing us some conflict, potentially not seeing eye to eye. This could be reflected back with the planets, with the squares and the oppositions that we are seeing in that month. Um, but there's going to be this need for digging deeper and driving a little bit harder with our ambitions and not being um, defensive, but really just focusing all our energy and working really hard towards our goals. And by April, we move into the Empress Tarot card. So we are open to receiving, open to that abundance, open to that Venusian energy and really just blessing all these blessings that we've or sorry, birthing all these blessings that we've now created for ourselves and for the world to receive and enjoy and finally being able to receive the applause and rewards that spirit and the universe has for us for that time. Now, moving into um, May, we have the world card. So the world card is kind of seen as this like end of all cycles thing. And I do see that playing out. Yes, I do see this as cycles playing out for sure and the end of them. But I see this as that abundance oozing from the Empress card into the May energy and us just kind of finishing up our plates of abundance and still di digesting all of what we've received from April. That's what I'm seeing for May, to be honest. Now, when we go into June, we then have the Tower card coming up. So this is where we have that moment where it's like, okay, we've been given a time to rest. Now it's time for us to get back into it. And a huge change is going to happen and kind of shift us into gear, shift us off our course, perhaps whatever it is in June, it is going to change things for us a lot. And it's going to be unexpected <laughs> as the Tower is. Now, moving into July, we have the Ten of Swords. So being really careful with July, you guys, this could be some self-sabotage energy. This is that, oh, I'm, I'm overthinking things and I'm paralyzed and I'm doing anything and da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da. So being very careful with that. This is going to be a time for rest. You'll want to kind of take a step back and just rest because it's going to be really heavy mental activity for July. Lots and lots and lots of overthinking. Um, meditating will be good for us, but lots and lots and lots of overthinking going on. And potential themes of, you know, karma repeating itself because of, you know, shadow work that's been neglected, perhaps. Now, for August, we actually have two cards. We have the Queen of Swords and we have the Five of Wands here. So... August, we have that intense new moon in Leo, and then we have that full moon afterwards. So what I'm seeing at this time 
is definitely, again, um, themes of war and violence playing out, that bloodshed I was talking about. The cards reflected that as well with this um, piece. We have the, the Queen of Swords and the Five of Wands. Five of Wands is, you know, conflict and fighting for one's place, which is very much so what lions do, ironically. But with the, with the Queen of Swords there, I see this as others being defensive of these attacks they sense are coming to them and so they're also being sent back attacks and then it creates this whole global shitstorm um so hold on to your panties children because august might be a hot ass mess now september things kind of cool down again we have that new one in virgo where things are kind of cool as a cucumber and so we have the three of cups coming for the new one in virgo for that for that time so this is a time where we're going to have some new kinships you know and and by kinships i mean yes relationships and friendships but these are the ones that are your soul family these are the people and the beings that you learn so much wisdom from and you gain from and you become like a new person once they leave you if that does happen or if you guys shift apart or whatever else happens you know and it's going to be a really great time because our spear guides will be very open to speaking to us through these connections um so it'll be a really great time to strengthen our connections to spirit as well now for october we have the king of swords coming up so this is going to be time for us to get really honest with ourselves about what we've been doing, what we haven't been doing, and cutting some corners, I suppose, and really, again, honoring our boundaries, too. Because, of course, with Libra season, everybody gets super needy and everybody wants attention because Libra. And kind of forget what our true goal is so we're going to be asked to be very blunt and honest with ourselves and blocking and protecting ourselves and you know not creating uh blockages and walls but you can't let anything in you want to let the you want to let the, the sun and the light in but you need to create and invoke your boundaries so that you are not just letting anybody have access to you because that is poor spiritual routine okay and so in libra season in October, we're going to be learning that as well. And that can very much so be part of the lessons that these soulmates type of people in our lives are coming from, from, from September, okay? Soulmates aren't just this uh, romantic thing. They're also just people from past lives that you just know. And I think I'm actually gonna do an episode about that. But anyway, that's what I'm seeing for October. Now, going into November, we have a major arcana card. We have the Hanged Man. And so this is going to be a time for us to rest as a collective and, you know, maybe we're feeling really, really stressed out and things aren't really going our way. And so we start to try to grasp onto everything and grip tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter, which really doesn't do us any good. And so then we have this awkwardness of feeling like everything is not moving and oh nothing is working what's happening to me blah 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 blah. the truth is spirit wants us to rest and so during november this is going to be a theme it's not going to be a theme of heavy abundance and if it is coming in let it come to you let your wants come to you let your wants want you to this is the energy that says there's no need to change anything nothing you will do right now will change the outcome so let things be surrender and trust and as we move into december 
we have the moon card, another major arcana card. So we are going to have more of spirit telling us like, okay, allow us to um, continue to guide you and bless you and continue to trust us. The moon is about mystery. So we're going to have a lot of mystery going on in, in December, a lot of unknown things and, and not having our answers to questions that we've been desperately wanting to have. Um, but also a reminder of our intuition and trusting our intuition is going to be a really big theme for uh, December of 2021. So mystics, that is that. We have an interesting pattern here I just noticed actually. We have the sun starting us for the year of 2021 and we have the moon card finishing for the year of 2021. And I love it when spirit reflects these kind of patterns to us. This just shows you how we go from our solar energy into the lunar energy, very much so with the tides and with nature's regular cycles as well. But it also shows you that shift from divine masculine energy into divine feminine energy. And I see that as, you know, Mars going from retrograde to intense movement throughout the beginning of 2021 into slowly the north node moving into Taurus and things slowly starting to move into this more Venetian and divine feminine kind of energy slowly as we go into 2022. Now for 2021 we do have one two three four five six major arcana cards so about half of the year is going to be pretty you know, life changing and big events happening and big shifts happening for us. And the other six are just kind of like tests and regular cycles of tests and things like that from spirit. So that is what I am seeing for 2021, you guys. Oh my goodness. I have been talking for such a long, long ass time. I hope that you were able to listen and digest fully to everything that I have said. Um, I don't have anything in terms of ancestral antidote to share for 2021, but what I will say for myself and what I'm hearing from Spirit right now is that the really important thing for us to remember at this time is remembering our reasons for beginning. Um, the things that we start remembering the root cause because those those five cycles and the cycles of fives and the cycles of nine and the cycles of eight that I was calling out in those vibrations that I was seeing for those cycles you guys it's going to be felt pretty heavily just because those six cards aren't major arcana that I was pointing out doesn't mean they're not going to be felt those are probably the ones that we're going to feel the most to be honest so just ensure that you are returning back to your anchors, your journaling, because those consistencies is what's going to change your energy from a five tarot card to the 10, to the eights, to the nines. Okay. So you really want to ensure that you are staying consistent. That is really the antidote. And also, of course, remembering your spirit guides. Spirit is very heavy with us in this year, as we can see with the King of Cups and the Knight of Cups being our cards of the year. Um, and the Knight of Wands, you know, let your spirit have fun, let your spirit expand, let your spirit create space for itself. Okay, no worries, stay consistent, spirit has you, all is good, it's not going to be an easy year, there's going to be, you know, things like last, like this year, <laughs> I'm already saying last year, so funny. Um, again, this 2021 will be, you know, the year of Chucky. And so that is what we are going through. 
we have Child's Play, we have The Year of Chucky, we're going to have Child Chucky's Bride, we're going to have Chucky's Seed too, as well. It's going to be intense, but anyway, the point is, it's going to be fine, we're all in it together, and you have some guidance and a head start. So listen to this a few times, timestamp what you feel is necessary for yourself, listen out for your, you know, months of solar return, your month of your rising sign, the month of your moon signs, for all those important things. If you want to know how this year is going to affect you, you can connect with me to do a reading, but that is that, you guys, for this special Samhain special. It was a long one, so I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Please be safe for Samhain, which is invoke those candles. Please, 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 I am asking you to light your white candles, light your red candles, light your black candles, because portals will be opening and I want you guys to all be safe based on what is coming up next, okay? So with that, I am going to leave you guys with love, light, shadows, and depth. One love, Ashe, peace.